I believe it was actually the same. Um, you know, Matty P calls both our calls the same game for both of us. Um, you know, speaking for me, I always tell Matty P call whatever he wants, and I'll try to make it work for him. So that's kind of the mindset we go to every game. Whoever it's me or Mac playing, I think it's the same game plan no matter what. More from Bailey Zappi today, who was uh, talking all sorts of inside Patriot stuff with Lou Christian and Mego. Check it out on demand on the Odyssey app or com. It's Monday night recapping all things Patriots with your phone calls off the brutal loss to the Bears last night. Kyrie Thompson, com uh, is in the house. You found that uh, comment interesting because he acknowledged for the first time that Matty P does call the plays, which Bill's not willing to do. Uh, we'll see if Bill gets uh, called on that uh, when he speaks to the media tomorrow. Um, oh, that would be fun. <laughs> you, you went and looked at the All-22, and you had some thoughts about something I, I've considered, and that's I just feel like – and I, I thought when Mac came back last night, Doug Kyatt had the report during the week. He would welcome more of a hybrid approach offensively. The deep ball stuff is good. Let's run some play action, some of the things that Bailey Zappi has run effectively in these two wins. I don't think he got that last night, and I felt no. like pretty clearly, again, on my couch at the Fresca, there were different play calls and different scenarios for the two quarterbacks. Did you see that either during the game or rewatching the All-22 this afternoon? I mean, a million percent. I mean, I was thinking about it in real time and went ahead and just looked at the All-22 before we jumped on here. So Pro Football Focus has Mac Jones counted for 18 snaps. I, I think that's official, not counting penalties. I think I only counted five of those snaps, non-penalty versions, that were under center. And only one of them, and, and, and actually the one under center play action that Mac Jones had was called back due to a penalty. So it didn't even count. Shocker, yeah. Okay? So, first of all, you could talk about that part. The fact that Mac Jones just had all kinds of bad football happening around him, which a couple of other people have pointed out. But look, Bailey Zappi can... I understand the point in this. I'm sure that they practice the exact same plays. That's how it generally works in training camp, right? They 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 have a, you know the set of plays that they want to run against the Chicago Bears or insert team here and you know the whatever the starting quarterback goes ahead and drills it and if you got multiple quarterbacks they're drilling the same thing. Be ready, be prepared to run any play that comes across. But when they're getting into the game, Mac Jones is almost exclusively out of the shotgun. He's going four and five wide with you know maybe a one running back as a as a protector or something like that. And they're asking him to see the whole field and play quarterback. With Bailey Zappi, they're basically saying, look, I mean, it's not that they're you know, not asking him to play quarterback at all, but they're making the game of quarterbacking much easier, okay? It's a play under center play action, under center run game. Max protects six, you know, seven, eight dudes in, in you know in, in there to protect him. And, you know, two, three man routes with guys that are able to to get open down the field on on deeper routes because you have more protection. And then in the case of that touchdown pass to Jacoby Myers, you had a situation where the, it was a variation of a play that they've run a bunch where you know, you got like a you know a deep in, um, you know, coming from one side, and then they threw in the leak route underneath it. They they haven't really done that. It's usually a two man route, and they threw Jacoby Myers in there and leaked him out the backside, and it wasn't accounted for. So they do that kind of stuff for Bailey Zappi. They don't do it for Mac Jones. So why? 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 why what's your theory as to why they're doing? Because I, I guess my dumb react. They they get to be. They think he's better. Like that makes no sense. You he's would want. You would want to have not not they think Mac can handle it and Bailey Zappi can't. You would want to make whatever quarterbacks yeah. in there 
successful. So why would you do that? I think that some of it is, and maybe some of it is that Mac Jones prefers those kinds of plays where he, he just wants it to be more out of shotgun. Well, that would but, contradict but, the Doug Kyan thing from last yeah, week. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I would have to think that seeing what Bailey Zappi has been doing in that offense, that they would say, you know what, hey, Mac, why don't you go ahead? And, and, and this was the, the discussion, right? This was the talking point. Well, hey, why, you see what this uh, guy out of Western Kentucky is doing. Why don't you go ahead and do that? Well, they're not giving him the opportunity to do that. They're asking him to do something completely different. These guys are not running the same offense, okay? So hmm. I, I feel like it would have been beneficial, and, and maybe some of it is the ankle. Maybe he, he you know, wouldn't feel as comfortable running those plays, turning his back to the defense right now, which, again, if he felt that way, if that's the case, hypothetically, if he felt like that, don't play him. Thank you. But, again, this is the kind of thing that you've been making things so much easier on on Bailey Zappi, you've seen that that works. Why not do that a little bit more with Mac Jones? There is not a single thing, okay, I, I, people can like or dislike or what have you, but there is not a single thing that Bailey Zappi can do that Mac Jones cannot do. It, it's it No, 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 no. I do not believe that. I, I will not listen to any argument that suggests that to me. Okay, does Bailey Zappi do anything better than Mac Jones in your mind? Right now? Right now, I think Bailey Zappi is just, he's more comfortable. He's seeing the field a little bit better. I feel like the, they might be asking Mac Jones to just do too much and, and do more than he's comfortable with. And I don't feel like the offense right now as a whole is responding well and executing well on the kinds of plays that they are calling for Mac Jones, which is why I don't understand why you don't see more, but protect him more. I mean, he showed he can hit a guy down the field. He hit Hunter Henry for a night. That was, was nice his best, play. best throw of the nice game. By Hunter. He can he can hit those throws. I don't understand why why they insist on doing this with him. Okay, so Zappy had that series. Not, so okay, so you agree with me that they're running different offenses for these two guys. Yes. Kyrie Thompson will get the phone calls in a second. I promise. So please be patient. Um, my second theory is that and now I just lost my train of thought. Talking about these two quarterbacks, okay. Um, I think Mac Jones, his pick was awful. Okay, I, I was it was awful, bad. It was a bad pick. I can't defend the pick. Nope. At back foot, rookie type play. Apparently, so, somebody was saying, "Hey, uh, Doug Kite actually tweeted this out that uh, Mac Jones' interception might have hit the sky cam wire, and that's why it kind of wobbled." But look, <laughs> e- either way, even if that's true, it was a terrible decision. You awful can't throw throw. that football. Jaquan Brisker was going to get it one way or another. So he immediately uh, comes in. I felt like the the not only was the different plays. I felt like, Kyrie, those plays were, like, ready to go. Like, that package, that series of plays that led to the eventual touchdown to Jacoby Myers, that was all to set up that nice play you talked about. And, it was like, Patricia was saving that set of plays for when eventually Bailey Zappi went in. And once that script ran out in the second half, after those two nice series they had, that's why the offense went you know, bottoms up, not only because uh, Kyrie, because uh, uh, Bailey didn't play well, but because the script had run out. The Bears, as you noted before the game, make great second-half adjustments. And those easy plays that were there ran off from Matt Patricia. That's why it looks so much different in the second half. Well, well, there's also part of it. And you can talk about game flow and, and whatever. But the reality is that the Patriots weren't really out of this game until the very end. Yeah. It was a 12-point game. The for, fumble for, hurt. Fumble yeah, hurt. It, it, it did right before the half. But again, even then, you know, they, they go into the half trailing 20-14. to 14. That's nothing. Yeah. Okay? They were down like that to the Packers, and they stuck to the game plan. Right. And what the, the Bears go out and they get a field goal, um, you know, in, in the next possession. I mean, that, that's still that's nothing. That's nine points. You don't have to change everything. You can keep running the ball. But the thing is, 
they they weren't able to run the football effectively until like midway through the fourth quarter. Mac Jones was still leading it, the the Patriots in rushing with twenty four rushing yards. That's wild. I mean, which which is which, especially against one of the worst run defenses in the league. But they couldn't run the football, and when you can't run the football. Play action is something that the defense doesn't fear as much. Like when you straight up, like you can't run the football. So anytime they go ahead and run fake, they're like, ah, whatever. Okay. And, and essentially when you took that away from this offense, you took that weapon away from Bailey Zappi, he became a pumpkin again. And then especially That's what when I thought, and I, then I thought he was, it was, and, I thought he was bad in the second half. And, and then I was bad. And the, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he didn't, they didn't score. They, and here, here's the thing. Like, yes, he comes in, energy's great, but essentially what happened is the inverse of what the Bears spent most of the day doing to the Patriots. They got their little shock to the system, okay? They prepared for Mac Jones, the, the Bears did, and Mac Jones suddenly comes out of the game, and boom, it's a completely different play style. See, that's the thing. It's not about the skill sets and, hey, does this guy have better arm strength than this one or whatever. They're running literally different offenses. So you're, you're getting a lot of shotgun, a lot of, you know, spread them out and all that. Then all of a sudden with Bailey Zappi, you've got, you know, single back under center play action. The two best plays of the day for Bailey Zappi were the throw to Jacoby Myers, off of under center play action and the deep shot to Devontae Parker off of under center play action. And then you know, great. So the bears weren't prepared for that. Well, then you get the, the just ridiculous play. I, why are you handing the ball to Jacoby Myers? What makes you think that's a good idea? I don't understand that, but then, okay. So, so that ends your next drive. And then in the second half, they took everything away from them. The, Matt Eberflus adjusted to Bailey Zappi the same way that he did it to Mac Jones the year before. It was too easy for him. Yeah, I, I was fr- frustrating to hear people today defend Zappi's play in the second half. He didn't play well. Like, no, he, he was not you, good. You can like him going in. He wasn't good. But he was exposed. That's And that's why, uh, ultimately, the Belichick decision is so maddening because he affected Mac Jones' future here and scarred him. He also took all the shine off Bailey Zappi. Like, the, uh, the, the, the idea that he's, like, somehow, and I didn't believe this anyway— but he's the future. He's the guy. No, you he's now, not. You he's now an undersized yeah. guy that needs to have a certain offensive package for him that could yeah. probably step in and, and fill in occasionally as a backup quarterback. But now you have two quarterbacks that neither one instills much confidence. Kyrie, exactly. You you came you came into this game with people thinking, oh yeah, maybe we've got two solid quarterbacks, and one of them you can get rid of one day for some draft capital. You came out of this game thinking maybe neither one of these guys is it, and we are screwed. That's part of the. It's in the range of outcomes now, which and, I wasn't and, and sure that, going into the game it was, and that was Bill Belichick's fault. He did that. Why did Belichick let Zappy go to the podium first? You know what? That's the thing that I I cannot fathom why that would be allowed. That and it, again, this is the first Patriots game that I have covered in which Bill Belichick was not, and maybe it's happened before. I mean, I'm, I'm sure other guys who have been around have seen this before, where it's happened, where Bill where Bill Belichick was was late or something like that. But this is the first time I've seen Bill Belichick be not be the first guy to the podium, and in particular on a day like this where. You basically sabotaged your quarterback situation and you put both of your guys and really your entire offense in a terrible position. You're not going to be the first guy up taking the heat for that. I thought the op- the, the optics of Bailey Zappi having to go up to the podium and do that first was terrible. 
for for him to to be awkwardly flailing. Oh yeah, you know we're uh, we're on to the Jets. So he didn't have to answer a question about his practice reps. I, that to me that that's absolutely ridiculous, and, and in particular for a guy who said, you know what, I take responsibility for all of it, and if it doesn't go well, blame me. And then you're, you're going to say that, and you're not going to be the first guy Wild. up there taking the blame. And again, you know, doubling down on his on, on his decisions immediately post game, being like, yeah, you know, it didn't work out, or just being like, oh yeah, well that wasn't what you thought it was. Come on, man. I hadn't thought about that. It's a great point. Well, it's it's. It really is. It's, it's, I don't know if it's disrespectful, but it's it's a it's, wild move. To it's like, bad get leadership. My, get my ducks in a row. Figure out what I'm going to say, and until then, I'll send the rookie quarterback out there and figure it out. And and That's again, a, and then Max spoke after Bill. Right? It was it was a it was yeah. a, it was Bailey Zappi, Mac. It, it, no, it was McCordy it was, was in there somewhere. It, it, it was Bailey Zappi. It was McCordy, and I think Bill got in there. Then it was Judon. And and Mac came last, dead last. So, so and then so, did not appear today on WEI. Yeah. So so look, huh. I, and, and you know, you, you never know who is to blame for for this, or you know, maybe blame is a strong word, but you you, you never know who exactly the decisions is for this. Uh, I, I mean, it might it might have been the Bill PR Belichick. I, I mean, well, I'm I'm just saying, like, it might have been the PR staff, like, hey Bailey, you ready to go to the podium? Like, we need to go get somebody up there for, for interviews. Maybe Bill Belichick was just like, dude, I'm not talking to you right now. I, I, have, I have no idea what was going on, but I'm just saying the optics of that, I hated it. Meanwhile, I just retweeted something that you said in, sort of in passing. I didn't realize it was an actual story right now. So Doug Kai at Pro Football Focus got a, a, a video from a Bills fan. Yes. The throw that Mac threw his pick does hit the Skycam wire. Like, I thought you were sort of saying it might, it might have happened. No, it clearly does, and I just retweeted uh, Chris Mason's story from MassLive.com. And the rule is, if a ball hits the video board, guide wire, sky camera, or any other object, the ball will be dead immediately, hmm. and the down will be replayed at the previous spot. Can I ask, did, should, should Bill have challenged that? How, I, can you challenge that and say, hey, it hit the sky wire? That's a dead so, ball? So I'm actually not clear on that. that that's a great question, and I feel like, I, I feel like it might have looked so... I, I guess the throw was still terrible, but if you watch the video I just retweeted, Mutt W E T I, but but he maybe, definitely hit the skywire with that. Throw. Yeah, but again, that if that's something oh. that you're looking at on the replay, right? So it's like you if you have to hurry up and challenge it, you know, maybe that's not something that even crosses your mind. Who knows? They they might not have thought about it or noticed it. Maybe nobody noticed it until they were looking at it more closely. So maybe this is just something that it's like how would how would they have known unless it? And and here's the thing. You can you can see it on the video that that it appears to hit the wire, but unless the ball just completely changes trajectory and starts wobbling in midair, then then that might not be the easiest thing for you to see and challenge right off the bat. Yeah, I just so I don't know Chris, if I want to blame them that much. No, no, I'm just I'm curious. I'm, it's not a blame thing because I didn't at yeah. the time. I'm just, I was too busy ripping in, in, in hindsight for a terrible throw. Yeah, uh, yeah, in hindsight. And it, but if it's it, a dead ball. Then, then there's no interception. The, the game cha- and then maybe Max stays in, and maybe we're not having this conversation. That's, maybe. That's yeah. a why. You I, never know, I, man. Uh, Doug Kaya gets credit. Chris Mason just posted it up. I just retweeted it. Mutt W-E-E-I, and I'm glad that you brought it up sort of in passing because that's, that's a wild video. The ball hits the sky wire. Could he have challenged that because that would have been a dead ball right there because that's what the rule says. Uh, Paulie yeah. and Salem on Mac Jones last night. Thank you guys for your patience as we welcome in Kyrie Thompson for uh, Tape Talk with our guy, Tape Tuesday, with the best in the business. Hi, Paulie. It's, it's not you get the wrong Paulie, Mutt. 
I don't think ben, I don't think Ben knows who it was when I picked when he uh, picked is up Paulie the phone. This in the today. truck, Ben. Jeez, you Louise, it, baby. what's up, buddy? Happy New Year, Happy too, New buddy. Year, brother. You too. Thank God, baseball's over, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, nice to speak to you again. You too, buddy. Uh, this game, this whole thing started with bad uh, game plan on the Patriots' part. They, 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 we were out game plan. Oh, yeah. They came with something with uh, with Fields. They used, utilized them basically the way the Bills used, utilized Josh Allen when he spoke damn time because he's the same t- same type of a player. Now this kid can finally blossom and become the second best player in that draft, which, which I thought he was. I thought the Jets were crazy not taking him in the third pick. When you know I, I, already I agree with you. Yeah, Paulie, already, Paulie, you said it at the draft, and, and I, I thought he was certainly yeah. ahead of Zach Wilson. But you I were saying hated, that at the draft time. I yep. hated Zach Wilson. I, yeah, <laughs> crazy. I said, they're going to take him tonight. I get They're going to come back to to earth and come to Sandy and take him, but but they did not hope we were going to take him. And I still wish we we, we had but, uh, yeah, we uh, definitely have problems with a mobile quarterback. But during the, early in the second quarter, I'm, I'm yelling at the TV, Coach, they're attacking the perimeter. you got to make the adjustments, and they can't. They just can't. They don't have the defense. They need another linebacker. we got to get in the front seven guy. Well, I thought, and, and, Paulie, I thought, run. I thought Collins got yeah. elevated to try to negate what uh, Fields can do. Excellent phone call and good point. I, I thought we, we should come back and talk about Fields and the Patriot defense. But yeah, we will. They spied him a little bit. You know, Aikman pointed out on the TV copy, but – they just had no answer, and I, 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 it's too late in the show to really dive into this. But I've thought for a while, Kyrie, that Bill Belichick, just as a general thing, like he doesn't understand and/or respect or want to quarterbacking in 2022. And I, but one example of that is when he said today or yesterday, uh, when he's asked about interchanging quarterbacks, he's like, "Well, we we swap out guards and tackles all the time." Well, it's a different position, and then additionally. When they play these mobile quarterbacks, he seems to think like, oh, we can stop them by making them one-dimensional. And whether it's Lamar or Fields or Cam Newton in the past, Josh Allen, they kick his ass. And it's like he doesn't understand the position has changed. you got to be more equipped. And he's just not ready for Fields last night. You know what? Two points to that. First of all, I've seen people talk about the, the the idea that why is anybody mad that the offense, like the offensive players didn't know that they were switching quarterbacks out? Right, it's just like why should Bill Belichick get their opinion on it or, or let them know? And I, I feel like they're, I mean, to to an extent, I'm sure they're programmed to just be like, look, do your job, no matter who's in the game. In, you know, it, again, they they all practice the same plays. Anybody yeah, can theoretically can execute that, but it. It's but different. yes, yes, and you know what? I think some of it is people are looking at it like, yeah, well, I wouldn't trip out if uh, you know the the middle linebacker was out of the game or like a star cornerback was out of the game. It's like, we're talking about the quarterback. You know what I mean? We're talking about the quarterback, the guy who was literally running the offense. So I, I don't know that I, I wholly agree with that. And obviously you can see that the way the Patriots players reacted, it mattered to them. But another point to that, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if Bill Belichick does not know, or, or rather has not yet been able to figure out how to deal with non-traditional quarterbacks, period. You look at the way he looks against a Jacoby Brissett or a Jared Goff. It looks like he got him zeroed. I mean, no problem with that. Looks extremely comfortable. But there have been three games now in the last two years, where, or rather or three teams, I should say, that have absolutely handled the Patriots offensively. The Bills with Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, and now Justin Fields. One of those things is not like the other. Okay, the the Bears' offense is, was came into that game the worst <laughs> in the league, and and the thirtieth rank you know points per game. 
And everybody knew Justin Fields was going to run. I told you, I was here last week, and I told everybody who would listen that the only way the Bears were going to stay in this game is if the Patriots let Justin Fields pop off on the ground and let and let him do some crazy stuff. And they let him do it. And on top of that, I, I said it too, that if the Bears went back to that tape and looked at the Ravens game, they were going to find some stuff that they could exploit. And Justin Fields told you. That's one thing that I love about Justin Fields. He, he has very little filter. He's honest. He tells you what's up. He told you that they stole plays from the Ravens and ran them against the Patriots, and they couldn't do a thing about it. This is a problem. Okay, for whatever reason, they lose their discipline and they think it's fine. They say all the right things like, oh, yeah, you know, if you, uh, you know, don't spy him, uh, he might he might hurt you. But then they don't play like it matters. Any other bigger picture issues in the game? We'll discuss when we come back with your phone calls at 617-779-7937. He's Kyrie Thompson, WEEI.com's own in the house. Monday night, WEEI.